Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. All the biggest news stories in one segment of the show, we call it, Did You Hear This? Did you hear this? Broomhead's reaction to the hottest news stories. Nikki Haley spoke to supporters in her home state of the South Carolina and what she called her state of the race and had a message for those calling for her to suspend her campaign to unify the party around Trump. ABC's Steve Portnoy reports. Speaking in Greenville in her native South Carolina, Nikki Haley says she'll stay in the race until the last person votes. I'm not going anywhere. Haley says Americans aren't exactly clamoring for the GOP nomination to be quickly shown up. If I weren't in the race... We'd be reading the exact same storyline every day until November 5th. Haley compares herself to David in a battle against Goliath. Does Nikki Haley run the risk of hurting her future political prospects if she stays in this primary too long? I don't think so. I think that people have short memories when it comes to stuff like this. It's hard to remember if you had to go down the list of candidates that have already been in this race uh, from the Republican side, you'd be hard pressed to name them all. I, I think that uh, people have shorter memories. I think in the end, if uh, let's say Donald Trump becomes the nominee, if Nikki Haley becomes a supporter or at least uh, you know throws her support behind the former president, then it's just going to be all forgiven. And people will move on. I don't think that she's going to overstay her welcome. But I just think that, you know, whatever the decision is needs to be made quick, sooner rather than later on both sides to unify the parties moving into the general. In other presidential primary news, former President Donald Trump joined Fox News host Laura Ingram for a town hall. And he told the crowd about some of the names on a short list. Most notably, Tulsi Gabbard, former congresswoman from Hawaii who left the Democratic Party and became an independent. Various names came up. Um, uh, one of them was, of course, Vivek Ramaswamy. Yep. He's made a big splash. Ron DeSantis, who's made, making an appearance today in South Carolina, we just found out. Um, obviously, Tim Scott, Byron Donalds, and a, a big uh, presence here for Tulsi Gabbard. Um, very interesting. What do you make of Tulsi Gabbard as a potential VP pick for I, Trump? I, I can't see that happening. I think uh, Scott might be a choice. I don't think that he's going to go with somebody that's an independent. Um, if he's going to go, I think if it's going to go down the road of somebody that's a qualified woman, uh, he might choose a governor, I think, that has been very supportive of him. But I don't think Tulsi Gabbard is going to get it. I don't know. Maybe the chase for independence is what that's going to be. That's going to look like. Uh, but I, I see him making a more safe choice within the party. But I wouldn't. I, I've been so wrong about him so many times i guess anything's possible you are listening to did you hear this we do it every day at 11 20 to catch you up on the big headlines today in los angeles the biden administration announced another round of student loan debt relief abc's karen travers explains the details today another 153,000 americans will get word from the biden administration that all or a portion of their student debt has been relieved president biden will speak on this topic in los angeles today the administration says the total number of americans approved for some kind of student debt relief is now nearly 3.9 million. Given that unilateral executive branch debt relief has been declared unconstitutional in the past, does Biden run the risk of appearing to be throwing a political home Mary to shore up support within his base? Yeah, I think, you know, that's it's a, absolutely what it looks like. And I think that the bigger issue here is Americans are hurting across the board, small business owners, people struggling with credit card debt. And you're going to look at one segment of society and say, why are you going to forgive one debt and not forgive other debt? I think you, you do run a risk there of some kind of sibling rivalry rivalry within our society. So I, I don't know that this is a good idea, especially when you've already had a decision that says you can't do this unilaterally. You're setting yourself up for another fight. And I just, I don't know why they're doing it, but politics seems to be as good 
an answer as any. Megan McCain, who is set to join Outspoken later today, has some choice words for Senate hopeful Carrie Lake in an ex formerly Twitter post yesterday. McCain wrote that Lake was trying to walk back comments Lake made about her father, the late senator, during her failed gubernatorial campaign. And I think if John McCain, who had a great sense of humor, would have heard it, he would have laughed. Was Carrie Lake joking at the time she made these comments? And what do you think Megan McCain will have to say about Bruce, to Bruce and Gato's later today? Um, I know Megan fairly well. Uh, I consider her a friend. She, we became friends when her father was ill. Um, or closer than we knew each other. We became friends at that time. Um, I think that Carrie Lake is possibly right to this degree. John McCain didn't care about the politics of it. He didn't like Donald Trump. There's no doubt he didn't like Donald Trump. And Trump didn't like him. But he didn't take it personally. And he would kind of brush it off. But we all understand. If somebody says something about you, you take it and whatever. It doesn't matter in the long run. If somebody says something about a family member, then it is a big deal. And I think that's why Megan loved her father so much. He passed away, obviously, over four years ago. She still carries with him his memory, and she doesn't want anybody to diminish that memory. So I understand her anger on that part of it. As far as whether or not at the time do I think that Carrie Lake was joking, I don't think she was joking at the time. But I do think, I'm going to give a little grace here and say I do think she looks back at that time and realizes it probably wasn't the right thing to say. So trying to walk it back in another any way she can to move past it is something she wants to do. And I'm as anxious as anybody else to hear Megan this afternoon. Great job, Gray, as always. That is our intern, Gray. How much longer are you here? How long are you still going to be around? Um, I'll be with the show for a couple more weeks and then moving over to the digital side. That's uh, uh, We're glad to have you. We really are. You guys, everybody that's over here from Cronkite does us proud. You do an excellent job. Thank you. Super Appreciate excited it. to be here.